It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is... Northern Northern News! Hello and welcome to Northern News! Hello! Hello! Who's this? (laughs) What, me? Yeah. My name's Ian Smith. Hello, Ian Smith. And who the hell are you? I'll tell you who I am. I'm only bloody Amy Christine Stella Gledhill. Sorry, I should have said my middle name's James. I-J-S. Idge. I-J-S. Yeah. We-J-S. (laughs) U-J-S. And how have you been this week? I lost my mind at the beginning of this episode. (laughs) Well, I can tell you a story. Um, Something happened. I um, I met my girlfriend's parents for the first time. We had a very nice day. Whereabouts in the country did you meet them? London. London. Are they from London? No. Well, they've sort of been all over the place. I just want to know if they're Northern, Ian. No, they're not Northern, unfortunately. Right. I'm sorry about that. <gasps> but, go on, we're having a nice day. We had yeah. a bit of food. We had a bit of a yeah. walk um, around Hyde Park. And we passed the Russian embassy. Like, was a Russian embassy. It's like a, it's abandoned now. Um, so there's the flag there. The building's kind of crumbling a bit. There's like a, a protective sort of fence around it. We're passing the Russian embassy. And mm-hmm. there's a Dachshund tied to a fence nearby. And behind the Dachshund is like is a Dachshund-themed cushion. Like a, a little cushion with Dachshund. It all seemed just quite twee and sweet. Yeah. So um, my girlfriend's dad, we were looking at the Dachshund for a while before crossing the road, and he went to stroke it. And we just heard out of nowhere this guy go, no, thank you. I don't think so. No. Like this weird, like, and I think it was like a lone protest. He was going, I'm not in the habit 
of letting people stroke my dog. Not when we're opposite this place. I don't trust these people. 1,600 deaths from Novichok from the Russian government. I don't think I trust you a stroke. My dog, I'm like, who's what? Novichok in your dashend, you absolute psychopath? <laughs> he won't let him stroke the dog because he's talking about Novichok. Also, girlfriend's dad's stroking it with his bare hand. I think he's putting a nerve agent on his bare hands to kill a dashend. Maybe what the dashing gets at this owner guy, whatever. One, why didn't he just go over and like pat the yeah. owner on the back? Yeah. He's got another chalk in his own hands. You have to be like the stupidest assassin and be like, oh, yeah. I've got to kill this dashing deer. Just get all that another chalk poison <laughs> on my hand. I'll stroke that dog. Yeah, that dog ain't going to live. Because if you make contact with another chalk, you're dead. So that's, oh, oh, hang on a minute. That's like thinking, right, I'm going to kill that little pooch. I'm going to shoot a bullet into my mouth. Then I'm going to walk over the road and I'm going to spit that bullet right at that doggy. <laughs> I was expecting you to go so brutal if you're <laughs> going to shoot myself in the mouth. <laughs> We've done some wild improv here. Haven't we? I shoot myself in the mouth and spit <laughs> the bullet out of that dog. What's been going on in your, your week? Well, I'll tell you what's happened. I got a present. Oh, from my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. It's quite a romantic thing. a romantic episode. Yeah, so my, my boyfriend bought me a present. And it's one of the best presents I've ever had, right? Now I'm going to tell you what it is. Uh, it's a... That would be a mad twist <laughs> if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of that story. I got a present. It was all great. Um, it's, a, it's a pregnancy pillar, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, it's... <laughs> absolutely changed my life it's so good and i love it the only slight thing is i'm not pregnant yeah which begs the question why has he bought me it does he want me to be pregnant mm. does he think i am does he so not you're understand? not complaining about the I, present but the no. motivation is confusing you it's just confusing and what but, do you do with a pregnancy oh pillow? my god it's in like a lowercase n shape right so like, <laughs> Hang on. So it's like Do you mean like a, like a horseshoe? It's or? like a long horse, but a long oh, horseshoe. Oh, a long horseshoe. Yeah. And then, oh, you do whatever you want with it. You sort of like put put a bit between your legs and lay on your side. And you, it's sort of like a, well, do you know what it is? I've just realised it's a hug. Yeah. Why is he giving me a hug? Does a he hug not want a cushion. to hug me anymore? Oh, maybe this is his way I of saying. Bring him. Let's cancel need the podcast. to deal with your own emotions. I need to ring him. He knows I like a pillow. He knows I like being comfy, but we haven't discussed the fact. Mm. On the packaging, it blatantly said pregnancy pillow. Yeah. Is he pregnant? Maybe. We'll join in next week and maybe we'll have got to the bottom of this. Yeah, well, that's, that's the plan. You can use it set up. You can sort of like cross it round your body and then you can rest your elbows on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds mad, this pillow. <laughs> Does, um, does your boyfriend weird. have any links to the North? Yeah. Yeah, both his parents are Northern. Oh. And they met at Hull University. Oh, really? Yeah. Get them all on. Get them all on. Get them all on. Tony and Jean. Talk about this bloody pillow situation. Right. <laughs> I think if I told any of our parents that I had a pregnancy pillow, I think they'd all be very happy. Oh, really? Then I'd have to let them down and say, no, I'm just chubby. Yeah. I'm just, I just chubby and like being comfy. I just Sorry. like the pregnancy accessories. <laughs> I like the pregnancy vibe. I like the way of life. I identify as pregnant, yeah. but I am not in any way, shape or form pregnant. I just like bottle feeding my boyfriend. <laughs> I get some oat milk in a bottle. 
Is it some lap? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I've always thought I'd make a really good wet nurse. Mm. Anyway. It's pissing it down. Ian, Ian, Ian. Yes? Please tell me what on earth has been happening in the north. Right, well, this story is going to blow your mind. Okay. The headline is, and this is from the Daily Mail, which I dare say is an absolute scumbag of a paper. <laughs> <laughs> a one in a billion chance. Mother captured on Google Maps, standing in exactly the same spot in Carlisle, nine years apart. <gasps> The Google Street View van's been going around taking pictures of Carlisle on the street. And, oh, you know, you'll wow. you'll see, you might sometimes see yourself walking down the street with that face of like, oh, fuck, I'm going to yeah. be fucking Google Maps yeah. here. And there'll be people like coming out of a sex shop and they see the Google Maps and they're like, ah, oh, shit, trying to like hide everything. <laughs> well, Leanne Cartwright of Carlisle has yeah. experienced her very own glitch in the matrix because nine years apart, she's been stood in the exact same spot that she was found herself in. Oh so to Google, it looks like this woman doesn't get out of the house. She's, mm. well, she does get out of the house, but she doesn't go back in. <laughs> <laughs> She's stood in the same... Someone's locked herself out. I can show you a picture. This is uh, nine, nine years apart. Oh, my God. There she is. On the second picture, it does look as if she's posing, like she knows. Yeah. Do you think she's gone? First time she's got caught on camera there, she's looking a bit glum. Her body language isn't great. She's, yeah. a, bit, she's a bit slumped. She, she's, she's been caught unawares. Yeah. And she's thought, fuck, man, I'm not happy with that. Go, go yeah. street view image of me. I know they keep coming round. I know they um, regenerate. I know they keep it up to date. So yeah. I'm going to go back to that same spot with every single day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, a, with an absolute glow up. I'm going to pose my absolute heart out. <laughs> And when it comes round again, I bet she she'd been doing that for nine years. God, how many days? How many life. days is is nine years? Three thousand odd. Three thousand. Oh, wow. She's She's a human calculator. She's all right. Three thousand two hundred eighty-five days. Ooh. She's been stood there in that dress, hand on hips. Yeah. Just like staring, and then waiting, <laughs> and seeing it coming, and going, yes. <laughs> Just yeah, and she God. looks and she looks fantastic. She looks great. You look absolutely fantastic, Leanne. <laughs> um, she said it's like I'm frozen in time. Oh wow! Very profound, Leanne. She's even got a jazzier bag. Carrier bag, first one. Yeah. Tote bag, second one. Yeah. Even the bags had a glow up. Mm. My mum was caught on Google Maps thing. Yeah. On Street View at their old house, and she's <laughs> she's caught. Walking down the drive, walking down the driveway, turning around, scowling at the car, and she's carrying um, a dog poo bag. <laughs> it's full. Oh. It's real full, Ian. Now, can we, we don't have um... a dog. No, we did. We did. Well, can we have a look? Oh, <laughs> uh, she's gone. Oh, uh, she's not. This is a different one because they're having work done. Oh, your mum's uh, been dropped from been Google Street dropped. View. Dropped? Absolutely. She's going to be devastated if she's listening to this. I'm sorry that that's put a downer on it for you. I always thought, you know, at Christmas and that, I don't need to take any pictures of her because when she goes, mm. I've always got Google Maps. Yeah. You've well, always got that idiot, blurred out picture of her face. Carrying some dog dirt. <laughs> that's, that's how, how she would want remember. to be remembered. Um, I'll give you some quotes from Leanne. I'm standing on exactly the same paving slab and I've still got a bag on my shoulder. It's so funny but so bizarre. People probably think... now. I don't think I thought this. Go on. People probably think I'm a time traveller. 
I could be the only person in the world who they've caught in exactly the same spot almost a decade later. But is it her house? Like, if it was somewhere... No, it's just in the street. Freaky-deaky. No, she's just crossing a road by outside a shop. What shop is it? Um, Where are you shopping, Leanne? It doesn't tell you the exact place because then you'd probably be able to, like, go and see her. <laughs> she's be there, there every day. Every day at 10 o'clock, groundhog day. What's the most embarrassing shop to be? Where would you least like to be... Google Are we talking Max. outside of, like, say, a sex shop or something? Yeah. Are we talking just a, a high street shop? Well, yeah, well, anywhere. Mm. Where would you least like to be in front of for all time? Yeah, because, I mean, look, the shops I don't like. I don't like the overpowering smell of a lush, but I wouldn't be ashamed. Because people would be like, yeah. Ian's either um, looking after his skin there or he's yeah. going to buy a present for someone. What's a bad shop? Are there any bad shops? Maybe like a Warhammer type shop. <laughs> oh, I play with my Warhammers. What about, um, there's a shop in York that sells like a real dodgy amount of like air rifles and yeah. army gear. And I reckon it's one of them places where if you go through the back, they've got Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like to be but a short thought with lush. me. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a time between lush or a big bag full of Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad a reputation lush has got. There'll be some people thinking, ah. Get me a picture of that. Get me a picture in full Nazi uniform coming out of an air rifle shop, please, rather than a bath bomb. I do not want to smell a coconut today. Thank you very much. Well, good for Leanne. Yeah. So, I mean, let's look out for it in, I guess, nine years' time. She'll be back again. Ooh. You would go back, wouldn't you? I'd go back now. Now you've got to. Now it would be a shame if she didn't. That's me up, Pop. Can I tell you my news? Of course you can. Okay, well, so we're going to Filey in oh, Yorkshire. Nice. This is this is from Yorkshire Live. It's about a family who are doing a good thing, but if I'm honest, it doesn't necessarily say it in the article, but I think they're doing something that I think they regret. So it says, meet the Yorkshire family with 130 cats who have converted their house into a rescue centre. That's, that's too many that's cats. That's a huge amount of cats. Imagine yeah. wherever you are listening to this now. It could be a car. It could be an operating theatre. Yeah. <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> I'm in the background. Yeah, as, as you're doing a hysterectomy. Imagine six cats in this. It, six cats in here would be loads of cats. Yeah. We're talking about six in the operating theatre. If there yeah. were six cats in the operating yeah. theatre. Yeah. Yeah. It's too many cats, That's I too reckon. many cats for an operating theatre. <laughs> Four, I could live with. Five, yeah. I'm on the fence. Six is too many cats. Imagine if you um, you just stitched someone up and you're like, right, we've, that's, that's brilliant. That We've done a good job. Um, I'm going to go and give Mr Puggles a lovely stroke. <laughs> reward myself. Mr Puggles, all you can hear is this muted. Mm, you're like, ah, I just stitched Mr Puggles up. You're just like <laughs> wriggling around in, inside someone's spleen or something. Mr. Puggles! Oh, what do we oh, do? Just, I think you just leave it and let them pass Mr. Puggles naturally. <laughs> From their spleen? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know how the body works. No. It all know. comes out the bumhole. We don't... <laughs> I've, you know, I've been to school. I've done GCSE science. That's Ian's catchphrase. Yeah. It all comes out the bumhole. It's like, it all comes out in the wash. Well, what do I always say? It all comes out in the bumhole. Um, this family adopted 20 cats during lockdown. Yeah. That's a hell of a, an amount of cats. I think that's a lot. That is so many cats. They've got a house. It's not like a flat. They've got a house and they've got a garden. But nobody's house is big enough, in my opinion, mm. 
in my tiny little opinion, yeah. nobody's house is big enough for 20 cats, right? So they... But what are we saying about the, God rest her soul, Queen, her house, Buckingham Palace? Yeah. The King's house. The King's house. Do you reckon he could have 20 cats or would you still be like, Do you know no. what? I'd say, fine, have 20 cats, but if he went, like this family did, up to over 130. That's too much. Even in Buckingham Palace, mm. I'd say you've gone crackers, King yeah. Charles. You'd say that to the king. I'd say that to the king. Happily. Yeah. I'd say, excuse me, excuse me, Charles. Look me in the eyes, look me right in the eyes. Where are you, where are you in this situation, do you reckon, where you can get to say to him, excuse me? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> We're walking down the street. He's just come out of Betfred. I wonder if he could put him... Put money on Betfred on him, I'm abdicating. <laughs> Imagine he'd do that just to make, yeah. like, 1,500 quid. Yeah. Throws the whole monarchy down the... Well, it all comes out in the bum hole, doesn't it? It doesn't yeah. really matter. Uh, so this family have now sort of transformed their whole house. Mm. It's taken over their entire lives as it would, right? So in two years, they've transformed their... Fa- it's a farmhouse. Okay, fine. Fine. All right. Fine, um, but the cats are getting pregnant. Listen, when you've got 130 cats, yeah, you can't chop the bits off quick enough. <laughs> They're gonna start. I know you're supposed to take them. I don't know how the biology works. Different things for the male and female cats. Yeah, yeah. it's plugs. It's chopping. 130. You try and police 130. 130 of anything. Yeah, to try and stop. Yeah. at least one pair there having sex. Yeah. you couldn't. Yeah. Teenagers, ants. I can't stop 130 ants having sex. No, I can't. I can't keep on top of that. I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just With really real thought about it and it's like, oh, bloody I couldn't hell. do that. I'd make a great reality TV show, though. Ten celebrities, ten lots of 130 ants, and they're basically like, none of these ants can have sex. And you're just having to like, yeah, get over it. <laughs> no, come on. Hey, hey, Roger. <laughs> No. And you you can have a like a house, you can have an amount of rooms, mm. but you can't separate them one per room. Yeah, you don't have 130 rooms. The lady, Tina, mm. uh, she's had to move out of her bedroom. She sleeps in the dining room now, so the cats what? have got more space. They've changed their attic into like a veterinary surgery because one of them <laughs> needed a blood transfusion. She well, spends £7,000 a month looking after these cats and has sold her wedding ring. And car, so she can afford to look after them. And are the family, like, all still together? Her and her husband are doing this together? Her husband and her daughter, they're all doing it together. Wow. And she just converted the attic into a a vet's so that she can perform her own blood transfusions. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if she's doing the blood transfusions herself. You've got to rejoin S Club 7. You've got to get back into it. Something's gone wrong here, Tina. Oh, it's harrowing. And some of the language is really quite bleak. So she's saying that, oh. you know, she's sad that her, she had a nice Audi, what she sold. And she said, that don't bother me. She said, with the wedding ring, I looked at my husband and said, what do we have to sell? And looked at my hand and just thought, I don't need this. She chopped her hand off as yeah. well. Yeah, sold her sold hand. Her hand on the black sold market. her whole hand, yeah. Oh, it's just really sad. It says that she... Because <laughs> this does happen sometimes with these news stories. The headlines are very funny. <laughs> yeah, and then the more you go, go down, down, you're like, like, right, Tina's clearly been through some stuff here. There's a lot happening here. She's overcompensating with cats. She's quoted as saying uh, she only expected to have eight or nine cats in at a time. But now 
it's absolutely mad and mental. <laughs> mad and mental. <laughs> well, Tina, I don't think you... You're not really supposed to say those words anymore. No. Mad and mental. Yeah. God bless you, Tina. Yeah, well, Tina, it sounds like you're doing... Um, sounds like you're doing the Lord's work, but specifically um, the Noah's Ark section of that. But you haven't diversified your animals. No. No. Imagine if Tina was in charge of Noah's Ark. You just come back like, right, well, we got... We got this family and a lot of cats. I hope you like pussy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a load of it. <laughs> oh, Tina, no, we needed we needed livestock and <laughs> insects for the ecosystem. I just got pussy. 132 to be precise. I hope you like pussy. I've got loads of them. <laughs> That's my chat plan. I think this episode's going to be good for uh, merchandise. That's T-shirt. That's You've got t-shirts. it. All comes out the bum hole. Yeah, all and comes I've out got, the bum I'll hole. I'll be like pussy. I've got loads of them. <laughs> so that's what's happening in the North, generally. Wow. Yeah, big. Big news. Big moves going on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Podcasts. And now it's time for our special guest. We're joined by Maisie Adam, who is from Hello. Leeds. Um, can I finish my introduction to you, please, Maisie? <laughs> sorry. Well, don't take really long pauses in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> oh, sorry. Have you ever heard of pausing for comic effect? God, chance would be a fine thing. <laughs> I was just going to say that Leeds has got 150 law firms employing over 6,700 people. <laughs> We all love that. <laughs> I shouldn't have bothered, actually, should I? Maisie, which is your favourite Leeds law firm? Oh gosh, where to begin? <laughs> where to begin? I mean, that's part of the reason I think that um, it was so tricky to choose to move away from Leeds. Yeah. Is mm. I'd miss all the law firms. I just yeah. love the legal variety of choice. Mm. Absolutely, Leeds representing you in court. Yeah. Where Where are you from, Maisie? Leeds, really, but I grew up in Panel, which is um, like a small village in North Yorkshire, sort of between Leeds and Harrogate. Oh, um, oh yeah. she's posh. She's posh <laughs> as fuck, this one. Well, Panel weren't that po- Well, not as posh as Harrogate. Yeah. It was one of those villages, if you think about sort of this country or yeah. Vicar of Dibley, like yeah. that sort of rural the average age in panel is probably 105. Yeah. Mm. All right. I get it. I get it. There's a lot of committees in panel. I imagine like a village fete 
would be called panel the, the panel show. They're oh, missing really? a trick there. The panel show. But it's no, it's the panel gala. Panel gala. What happens at the panel gala? There's a coconut shy. The <laughs> WI do a cake stall. And then one year this thing was brought which simulates you in a... Oh. You know, when like you sit in it and it spins you upside down, left, right. Well, like NASA training. <laughs> yeah, like a NASA type thing. <laughs> So wow. like a coconut shy, a cake stall, maybe like the St John ambulance, and then this thing that you could strap yourself in. Wow. <laughs> You'd be swung. I've only just remembered it. Was it like, centrifuge or, or centrifuge training where, where they yeah. make you go into like Mac 4 and stuff? Yeah, I don't know why they like needed to test the panel residents' G-force tolerance. <laughs> Oh, 105, yeah, the, the face wow. had slip off. That was their one, yeah. It's like a human tombola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was mad. What a trio. Oh, I'll, have a, a trio. I'll have a slice of Victoria sponge. I'll try and um, throw something at that coconut and I'll go whack myself round <laughs> 200 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, I've never really questioned that before. Yeah, I guess you do, just yeah. don't question what you grow no. up with. You just turn up to the cricket field and you take what you can. <laughs> That's another catchphrase for you. <laughs> Get that printed on a T-shirt. Are there any sort of weird local characters or weird local stories that stand out from the, your leads? I do think, past? like, what summed it up for me once of, like, because everybody knows everyone in panel, like, everybody, and my dad... Uh, like, I've spoken about this before. My mum is a very sociable person. She has loads of friends. And my dad's got one friend, and it's Joe. And <laughs> Joe and him go and play snooker. And that's that's what they do. But they also sometimes bump into each other walking the dogs. Because Joe walks <laughs> his dog at the same time every single day and does the same route. So you can always know where he is. But one time, I think his car had broken down or something. And he rang my dad asking him if he could come and help him. And my dad said, where are you? And Joe sort of speaks in that very Yorkshire dialect of where it's just vowels. It just sort of sounds like phones breaking up all the time, like just talking <laughs> like this all the time. And you don't really know where it's going. Like, that's basically just how he sounds all the time. And my dad said, well, where are you? And Joe went, I'm up Big Hill. <laughs> and my dad was like, well, which big hill, Joe? You'll have to be specific. And he went, like, getting more annoyed with my dad, like my dad was being the idiot here. He went, I'm at top at Big Hill next to a pile of shit. <laughs> and my, my dad knew where he was. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, so bleak. I'm at Big Hill next to a pile of shit. That's so Yorkshire, isn't it? It is. And my dad was like, oh, that hill. Right, I'll see you in five. Should have said. <laughs> five as well, yeah. depressingly close to his house. Yeah. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of big hills and pile of shit. Horse shit or... I still don't know. It could have been horse shit. It could have been... Like, it could have been, I guess, fly-tipping. Like, yeah. people just yeah. dumped their shit there. It could have been all sorts of... You know, shit is an umbrella term, as we all know. Yeah. Get that printed on T-shirt as well. <laughs> shit is an umbrella term. It is. It covers a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is, so, You know, I've got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, that's um, the shit. Need to drop all that shit off. Yeah. Um, I'm shit having a shit, the, the classic one. <laughs> Let's not forget the classic one. I'm having a shit, of course. Yeah. yeah. Do you go back to panel still? Yeah, like whenever I'm gigging in Leeds 
or a York or anything like that, I'll go and stay at me because my grand still lives there. Ah. So I'll go and stay at hers. It's a mixture, isn't it? I don't know if you have this sometimes when you go back and you're like, it's a mixture of like lovely and warming and, and oh, it's nice to be back. And also, as you said, Ian, God, this is bleak. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I love the north, sometimes but sometimes you, you just think it's like, awful. How did I not tear my own hair out living here? And that's how a lot of people. That's how a lot of hairdressers do it in, in the north. A lot of hairdressers just tear it out of their customers um, <laughs> with the hands. Yeah. What are you just... after? Short back and sides, real short. <laughs> yeah, rip it out of my skull. Oh, this has been such a weird chat. It has, but we have loved every single minute of chatting to you about panel. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a magical place. Yeah. Lots yeah. of hills, yeah. lots of Yeah, do you ever want to come shit. and test your G-force and then have a butterfly <laughs> bun cake afterwards? <laughs> That's my ideal yeah. day out. That's the best order as well. Yeah. Otherwise, that butterfly bun's getting projected oh, yeah. onto no, the no, no, no. That's, that's yeah. always... You've got to make sure it goes G-force bun coconut shy. <laughs> And that's the final T-shirt of the set. Yeah. <laughs> thanks well, so much for talking to us, Maisie. Yeah, thanks for joining us. No worries. <laughs> thanks, Maisie. Thank Good luck Bye-bye. on tour. Six pound for a pint. But Ian, one thing I really want to know: mm-hmm. what the hell's happening in Goo? Well, I'm going to come at you again with right. some headline options. What do you think has happened in Goo? Option number one: I am a cheater. Woman shames ex-boyfriend after finding another woman in his bed by decorating his house with balloons and a sign. Or is it, I'm a cheater, woman shames ex-boyfriend after finding another woman in his bed by paying for a billboard near the local roundabout. Or has she taken revenge by taking out a fake death announcement and putting it in the paper? There's your options. Decorated his house with balloons and a sign. She took out a billboard for people to see on the local roundabout. Or she's basically told everyone in the local paper that he died. They're all strong options. Someone, Someone's cheated, you, cheated on you. You want to humiliate them. Yeah. And you're going to do something to them. What are you going for? I'd go billboard. Billboard. Yeah. Big old billboard. Big old billboard. Yeah. What yeah. would you put on the billboard? You knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to have a picture of him otherwise people driving around and be like, Hey, what? <laughs> I'd put a picture of his face Mm -hmm. and just, yeah, knobhead. Yeah, because if it's a picture of his face and you knobhead, what I would do if I was the knobhead, I'd get a load of tippex, I'd put a speech mark around it so it looks like I'm going, you knobhead. It's like I'm just patrolling road safety. You knobhead, you just cut in there. You're right. So you'd have to sort of say, I am a knobhead. But then you might be able to put, I am not a knobhead. Yeah, that's the problem with billboards. You can change, you can do bits of editing. You I'd, can't edit yeah. a fake... Well, you can edit a fake death announcement. You can just pop up and go, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> the most clear form of editing you can do, really. I'm going to say that what she did was the balloons. After going down all these options, mm. I've realised the best method is balloons. You're 100% right. I think yes. every single time I've done this, you've been right. This is all um, on the Daily Mail as well. I can't remember if I've already said that. Paper. It's my favourite newspaper. He loves the Daily Mail. I, they're just no nonsense. I wish they were more frequent than daily. Yeah. Hourly. Hourly mail, please. Just keep putting it through my letterbox. <laughs> Who do we hate for no reason now? Please, I want to know. <laughs> who can I put all my frustrations on? Yeah. It's good to just have a, a list of who to shout at in the street. Yeah. Right, so Lynn Bennett decided to get revenge on her cheating ex-boyfriend. It says here, 
at the time, right, Lynn Bennett decided to get revenge on her cheating ex-boyfriend today. So that happened today. Like, at the time of writing, the Daily Mail have seen that and be like, get it typed up, get it out, get it on the website. <laughs> it's done it today. Um, so let's talk about what happened. Um, a woman who found her ex-boyfriend in bed with another woman ashamed him by decorating his house with balloons and a sign stating, I am a cheat. Um, she wanted to get revenge. She became suspicious. She turned up at his house unannounced. The 43-year-old cleaner spotted the car of one of his female friends outside his house. She decided to knock on the door. Yeah. When he answered, she claimed he was acting strangely. And after a search of the house, she eventually entered the bedroom and found a woman in her underwear. I think if you're searching the house thinking he's having an affair, yeah. I wouldn't be eventually finding a woman in the bedroom. <laughs> I'd go bedroom first. <laughs> Let's see if he's been sleeping with this woman yes. in yeah. the store cupboards. <laughs> In the kitchen. He's having a look in the microwave oh, yeah? or something. Let's see what's at the bottom of the recycling bin, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Imagine if the woman had done that. She's like, last person, she's going to look in the recycling bin. <laughs> she's like, call me. She's like, ah, bollocks. She called me bluff. <laughs> so, Miss Bennett said, I did have my suspicions because he keeps some tools in this woman's shed. That's a hell of a euphemism. They've been in contact too regularly for my liking, but I never thought it'd come to this. What a mad situation. He's like, no, it's happening. I just keep some of my tools in a shed. Ah, shed's too small for this hammer. Our shed's too dry. <laughs> There's no room in our shed for my hammer, whereas hers is lovely and warm and wet. <laughs> She's got a wet shed. Our shed lost its excitement four years after the wedding. <laughs> well, euphemisms are getting a bit too... Our shed's never been the same since Benny Dormo 07. <laughs> I wish I'd never taken that shed on that holiday. There's a picture of him here. I mean, the balloons. Take the yeah. I am a cheat thing down. Yeah. It just looks like you're an happy-go-lucky fella. Yeah. Just yeah. having a lovely... Um... Children's party. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, every, everyone saw that yeah. and then they started a crowd gathered. He wasn't home and they wanted to see Ooh. his reaction when he came home. You know, like in changing rooms when they yeah. used to come in and they see what they've done with the room like that, but that what, what they've incredible. done is they've shamed him. That's what I'd do. If I was cheated on by a partner, I'd apply, I'd go on changing rooms, I'd pay them a lot of money to just change his whole house into I'm a cheat, I'm a cheat, I'm a cheat. Yeah. stuff that he couldn't undo. Yeah. And then we'd come back thinking it'd be really nice, like, ooh, I'm going to have decking outside. I'm going to have a feature wall. No. Yeah. Welcome to hell. <laughs> what can't you undo that say I'm a cheat? Tiles. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot get rid of a tile. That's why there's so many mosaics in the olden days. You couldn't yeah. get rid of them. You just Once had to smash done, them up and make an artwork. Yeah, exactly. It was only really for the few people next door, but he lives on a main road, so I suppose it's got more attention than I realised. At least this gave me something to laugh about, and her ex-boyfriend was not available for comment. I imagine he was available, but he just didn't really want to add his bit to this I newspaper article. I don't know if he was like, God, I'd love to comment on that. Can we do it <laughs> yeah. next? Oh, can't, I ain't got a window till next Wednesday. I'd lo I would bloody love Thank a comment on that. Please let me please. comment. Please. Please, please, please. Too well, busy driving about six miles to get various tools out of all these sheds I've been <laughs> popping them in. Whereabouts in the country was that? That's in Gaul. That's in Gaul, of course it is. Of course it's in Gaul. You don't know the format of the podcast. I understand, I understand. Mum, have you seen me Yorkshire puddings? Would you like to know what's been happening in the Hull area? Yes, I would. 
Old Daily Mail. I'm going to the whole Daily Mail. Oh. Hello, hello, old Daily Mail. .co.uk forward slash news forward slash real dash life. Oh, this is real life. Yeah, this is real life. The fictional one. stories they do seem <laughs> silly on the whole Daily Mail. Especially <laughs> when they put them on the front page. Yeah, you're a news website for God's sake. So I, I'd like to talk to you about Joy Fleetham. Oh, she sounds like lovely. She's lovely. Joy Fleetham. Joy Fleetham. Fleetham. Now, Joy Fleetham is 89. Oh, God oh, bless your soul, Joy. Joy. She's Nothing I love more than an Joy. old Joy. And let me tell you what, Ian, nominative determinism at its finest because mm. she is a Joy. But can you guess what she does? Um, As a, well, it's more than a hobby because she's absolutely fantastic at it. Really? Because, yeah, I was, I was going to say, just I imagine a lot of sitting down. You get to that age, like yeah, sitting down. Well, this is a hobby. To quote Joy herself, it's a mm. hobby that has taken over my life. I went along and the gentleman who took me said, I think you'll be a natural. I went the week again oh. and after that I got hooked. Hmm, so a gentleman's taken her to this. Yes. Also, uh, as an extra clue, she it's a competitive thing. Mm. And uh, two years ago, when she was but 87 years young... Yeah, spring chicken. Spring little chicken. Mm. She won a 17-year-old Japanese teenager at it. What? Yeah. She won a 17-year-old she, Japanese... Do you mean she beat us? That be- <laughs> she won a seven... <laughs> <laughs> And first prize is what, a 17-year-old <laughs> Japanese teenager who seems to be very confused <laughs> as to why they're here. <laughs> Just going to, like, uh, adoption places and going, I'd like to adopt a child. <laughs> no, it's not for me, more as a, as a prize. Um, <laughs> she beat a 17-year-old. Yes. Or to quote the article, yeah. she recalls about... Two years ago, that's about. Yeah. Not about. <laughs> what are you all about? A space bout. Oh! Not ab- about. She recalls about two years ago with a Japanese teenager aged 17, which she won. Really? Yeah. So, like a, f- a fight, or maybe she's just over dramatizing. Um, all people, Scrabble? You going for Scrabble? Final answer? It's either Scrabble or Taekwondo. <laughs> She's an 89-year-old woman. Um, I'll go, I'll say Scrabble. Go Scrabble. That's an old, old woman's game. Well, let me tell you, we're looking at veteran fencer Joy Fleetham. Britain's oldest fencer is still beating teenage opponents. Listen, I think you can... Look, you can be nimble at 89. You can do all sorts of stuff at 89. I'm not saying that. But if whether I was 17 or my age now, if I couldn't beat an 89-year-old in a sword fight, yeah. I'd be devastated. <laughs> I'd like to think any 89-year-old with a sword I could beat. I'd be confident of beating an 89-year-old in a sword fight if I didn't have a sword. <laughs> I'd like just run ring. I'd get, I'd get behind him. I'd push him over. I'd take their sword off him. You wouldn't be playing by the rules, so you'd, you'd have lost. Yeah, I suppose I'm, I've gone away from fencing to... Like an actual life, life or death sword yeah. fight. You're attacking a pensioner there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're the one with it. As I said, I didn't have a sword here. <laughs> They've turned up with a sword. I'm defending myself. Well, yeah, so Joy's doing really well. And when I read that, I was like, 89? You feel like you could beat an 89-year-old, but maybe this is the naivety and ignorance of 
You know, when men are like, yeah, I could return a serve from Serena Williams. Yeah, yeah. I think Joy Fleeter might be the Serena Williams of fencing. Yeah, and I'd hate to be, because I don't want to come across like that, what I will say is, let's arrange it. (laughs) Let's arrange it. I think she'd she'd kill you. What a way to go for my parents to be called up. I've got some terrible news for you. An 89-year-old's just impaled Ian through the head. (laughs) In a no-holds-barred fencing contest, which Ian demanded they use real swords for, because he was cocky. Can I show you a picture of her? She looks incredible. Look at this. She doesn't look 89. She looks better than I do now. She looks better than both of us. We're put together, yeah. So there you go. So good old old Joy. Yeah, well well done, done, Joy. Joy. Absolutely brilliant. Lovely stuff, that. Heartwarming. Yeah. Until she kills you. Yeah. Fucking hell. The heartwarming assassin. So that was Northern News. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Thank you very, 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 very much. much. That's too late. Um, do you ever say, sometimes, um, I find myself in a shop and like you get, and I say, oh, thanks a lot. And yeah. I think, a lot? What am I fucking talking <laughs> about here? Like, I've gone in far too, like, you've just sort of bought some crisps and someone gives you your change. You're like, thanks a lot. Thank you so much. It's just like, I feel it's pathetic a legal when I get requirement, that out. What they did. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. You didn't have to. Yeah. Um, I say thank you a lot, but I say sorry more. You know, like if somebody bangs into me. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, sorry. Do you do that? Yeah. My mum my apologises if she like bangs into a door and, and stuff. Yeah. She yeah. says sorry to a door. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Got to have a bit more, um, what do you call that? it? Chutzpah? Confidence? Bit of chutzpah. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, you yeah. utter bloody. No, it's going to be nasty, but you're great. No, really you're just appreciate a, you're a nice person. Also, remember, you can send us northern news stories. Maybe Please. you know a pensioner from the north who's got a hobby. Maybe you know someone who's absolutely serving some beatings yeah. to teenagers yeah. from different countries. I'd be interested in finding the north's sexiest pensioner. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I've, I've already been starting my research with that. <laughs> I've been Googling. I've been Googling, I've been watching the videos. I've certainly got some candidates I can okay. show you. Yep. I <laughs> And we've got we've got Patreon. And Apple Podcast subscription. You can pay a little bit of your hard-earned cash, just a little bit. And you get um extra stuff. Videos. Yeah. We might you knows what's gonna be going on in the future. We will have loads of stuff basically. Yeah. yeah. That's Maybe, where it's um, gonna be kicking off, I think. Yeah, T-shirts. We'll be dishing out T-shirts there probably. All comes out the bum hole. Well, it should say, you like pussy, I've got loads of them. And on the back it should say, it all comes out the bum hole. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks to our guest, Maisie Adam. Do check her out. She's just come off the back of a huge UK tour. So, um, yeah, it's been massive. She played Shepherd's Bush Empire, the the whole empire of Shepherd's yeah. Bush. I don't, I actually, I don't know enough about, I don't know where that is or what it is. <laughs> I've heard of the Roman Empire and I know that was big. Yeah, but Quite I don't know how big Shepherd's Bush Empire is, but it looks big. So do, um, do check her out. Come back next week for more Northern News. 
Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.